Welcome, 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 welcome to the 2100 Podcast. I am your effervescent host with the motherfucking most. And today, this podcast episode is a replay of a live stream 2100 Podcast episode that you can actually watch on YouTube at Light Thief Productions. You could just go to my Twitter or the Twitter for the podcast at 2100pod and find the link there. The premise of this podcast is that I work for CBS. Uh, satire. I do not work for CBS. Uh, none of the things I say in this episode should reflect on CBS. I have to say that to protect myself. And if you're interested, this is technically a watch-along podcast. What I what I had done is I forced three guests to watch two hours of CBS primetime television. Uh, this was the Thursday night lineup on April 1st. This included an episode of the fourth season of Young Sheldon called A Box of Treasure and The Meemaw of Science. The premiere of the United States of Al... Mom, episode title, Tiny Dancer, and an impromptu picnic, and Be Positive, Canine Excavation. If you're interested in understanding everything that we're talking about over this next hour and a half, it's a very long episode. It's fun. This was a lot more fun. I did this so that we could dissect how our pop culture is being perceived by us because the CBS lineup, these these texts, these pieces of media will outlive all of us. Like, these will be available. People will see this stuff. Young Sheldon will likely have a larger cultural relevance than all 7 million people watching the show. These are big media properties with big dollars behind them. This is essentially what the ruling elite class thinks average Americans want to watch. And so today, uh, for 2100, I'm going to lead a market research focus group to see how real television viewers feel about CBS's Thursday night primetime lineup, which is perhaps the largest, richest cultural expression uh, in pop culture today. Uh, CBS, you'll hear me. We'll get into it. So, enjoy, and CBS, please don't sue me. How could you not tell me you were having marriage problems? I could have fixed it. From Afghanistan? It's not the moon. We have Wi-Fi. 2100. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 2100 podcast. My name is Jason Peters, and this episode, usually we don't have sponsors, um, but COVID has hit everybody hard, and 
CBS came along with some money somewhere between 40 and $50,000. And they have purchased one episode of the 2100 podcast. Uh, and that is this episode. Today, um, we are representatives of CBS, short for the Columbia Broadcasting Systems. And I, Jason Peters, normally a journalist and a writer, am a market research expert. And in attempt to understand the culture of America in 2021, we will be taking a closer look at prime time American television. So right now, in 2021, the Columbia Broadcasting System is five of the top 10 highest rated television programs on air today. Tonight, along with roughly 7 million other people, myself and three guests tuned into Young Sheldon at 8 p.m., then kept watching till we saw the series premiere of the hit new show, United States of Al, at 8.30. Then, at 9, we tuned into Mom, and then at 9.30, we watched a smashing, smashing comedy film, not comedy film, comedy program known as Be Positive. Tonight, I will be functioning as a representative of the Columbia Broadcast System to see how men relate to the fine programs that CBS offers. Contestants, please remain silent until spoken to. Stay. <laughs> Stay si silence. On behalf of the Columbia Broadcasting System, I demand that you stay silent until I address you. Uh, this is a very formal and official proceeding. So to determine the order that you guys will talk in when I ask a question about programming, I would like you guys to write down a number between one and one million. You may not say any words. Okay, show those numbers. We have 53, 420, and 628,471, which means that I guess <laughs> no one's really that close to 37,816, but I guess the closest is Sharif. Sharif, you 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 got the number right. Can you please introduce yourself? Who are you, Sharif? Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, <clears throat> I am a uh, bartender at uh, nowhere right now, actually. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you no, say I'm unemployed? A You're a student. Yeah, I'm a student. I am currently a student at uh, Monco University Online Academy. Okay, during so the let me ask you one question to start. What's um, up? when's the last time you watched? Uh, Two straight hours of primetime television. It's definitely been probably about <laughs> six years. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, and I believe the next closest number was technically James. Uh, James, uh, yeah. How I, are you doing? Sure. Introduce yourself. And thank you for I'm good. Uh, producing this live stream. Hey, no worries. Uh, you know, it's what we do. Uh, James Jackson, uh, he, they pronouns. Uh, I'm. Uh, 
wildly outside your age group, but that we won't tell CBS. I don't know CBS. how old you are, James. I just guessed that you were about. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I do production. So this is what I do. Um, and do you mind if we've I been... ask your age, James? I am 43. I'll be 44 this year. I had no year. fucking idea you were 43. So that's helpful. Yeah, I, I thought you were 28. I bumped it up from yeah, 27. No. I had 27 written in my script. I was like, you know what? James is probably 28. Yeah, Turn- no, black don't crack. <laughs> that's, fine. that's great. And also, I had no- James also had no idea what ethnicity you were. So I'm happy you threw black don't crack out there because ambiguous as shit just like sharif I have no idea. <laughs> james, james you could have been anything uh and i didn't uh, yeah, well, that's, i loved, I loved that's how we go away um when's the last time you watched two straight hours of uh, uh net what is it network television we'll call it broadcast network tv broadcast network. Uh, last time i watched two straight hours of broadcast network tv had to be uh geez i cut the cord in like 2001 2002 because i was working for an isp yeah and last place uh coming in from uh where are you you're in not i know you're not in boston lowell yeah i was gonna say lowell coming in from lovely lowell massachusetts garrett yagelski introduce yourself to the people garrett yagelski i am a Another word for a sales rep for company. Damn straight building. And um, if if I could, uh, with that, can I smoke in the focus group? Yes, you can, sir. Sir, this is the Columbia Broadcasting System. Our early years were funded by uh, um, advertisements. Without advertisements. No comment. uh, I mean, you shouldn't have brought it up. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wasn't gonna. That's what I did. Job. That's what I did. Just like Sharif, you uh, unprovoked said you didn't have a job. You don't have to snitch on yourselves okay. in a broadcast. <laughs> um, but okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is a very serious matter. And on behalf of the Columbia Broadcasting Systems, I'd like to thank you for being here. Please remember your orders, uh, Garrett. Your last, James. Your second, Sharif. Your first. If you do not have a comment on on a question, say pass. Just and just wave your hand down. That's completely fine. We want everyone to feel comfortable. Okay, is that okay? Now give me a verbal okay. Uh, okay. I, I'm you're making me uncomfortable, but ah, okay. That's what CBS does. <laughs> I, um, I I feel left out because I wasn't asked when the last time I watched two hours of prime prime time television. Hey, should have should have got the number closer. Um, should have got the number closer. Uh, and and CBS says that. That's our motto. Um. First question, did you see any actors that you knew during the four hours of CBS television, starting with Sharif? I, I, I think every single actor we saw or actress was a washed up actor, actress, I'm being quite honest. Did, I mean, was there anyone specific by name that you could pick out? Uh, no, I couldn't remember off the top of my head, but it, there was a shit ton. Okay, James. I wouldn't say washed up. That's that's uh but I th- I knew pretty much every actor. In fact, during Alice and Janie's show, Mom, I was like, Jesus, how fucking much money are they spending like per minute for this episode? Like they just kept having people on there that were like, 
Oh, yeah, I know who you are. Why, why, wait, what show have you just been in? I mean, they had like, uh, and then what was, you meant, one of you guys mentioned that the the actor after was from uh, the HBO series. Uh, yeah, feel free to I chime mean, in anybody. I don't know. Yeah. Who did you yeah. recognize? I recognized, um, I don't know them by name, the main character, Silicon Valley. And that's Tom yeah. Middleditch. Oh, yeah. He's, and then the, the chick from Disjointed was there. There's so many random people. Girl yeah, from Dark My Night. name is Earl. Dark Knight, you, and I'll tell you what, they must have gotten in touch with like the casting with Breaking Bad or something like that because yeah. they had Hank and they also had Saul. So had Bob to be Luther. some crosses there. So um, how about any memorable commercials? Did anyone see any memorable commercials? And just call out if you saw anything that you Oh my god, what is Amazon doing? Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Like they should just stay silent at this point. Jesus, when you're going down a rabbit hole of public opinion, just shut the fuck up. Like, seriously, politicians and companies need to learn when to just shut the fuck up. Sorry. How many oh. How many Amazon commercials do you think you saw? Oh, my God. Oh, weird. Probably like 50. Yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're what all was, the same. What one. was the central theme? What was the central theme? We're working on it. We're doing it. <laughs> <We're working laughs> 2050 will be that zero. Yeah. 2040, yeah, we'll, we'll, they say. We'll be, awesome. we'll be awesome and save the world Yeah, uh, was the theme. Ah, oh, dude. Another I, yeah, no, I had a long bit. I had a long drawn out bit where I was going to eventually bring up Amazon to see if you guys would recognize it. But Amazon's top of mind after two hours of CBS television. And that's what Amazon wants to hear. Oh, I did. I just saw Ashton's arm. Yeah. Ashton, Ashton, <laughs> Ashton. What did you think of the of shows what? that you we made Garrett watch? What was your favorite show out of all four shows for the women demographic? Um, oh, wait, pull up Zoom because we're trying probably, to figure. I had my notes. Probably tight. the mom one. If I had to oh, pick one. Oh, I get that. Hey, I, get that. No, I can't. Say, I, say I, hello I, to. That's the fine. That's fine. She doesn't want to be on it. But we got it, it's a woman's perspective. Mom, so it's probably the mom show. I feel like that's the only one that I like sort of laughed at. The other ones, I was like not sure what was funny. That's a good that's a good question. So uh for the floor, what is the funniest thing you saw tonight? One thing I want to add before we get there. Okay. Back to the commercials, the Hellcat commercial. Do you guys see the Hellcat commercial after young Sheldon? Nah. What so, is Hellcat? The Hellcat, Hellcat it's like a, a Dodge car. It's like yeah, a real souped-up Dodge. I don't yeah, know if it's a Dodge Challenger. I don't know yeah, the exact. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. So All it's like real souped-up, and they had the guy. All right. So this is just that's you know, fine. We want to hear about your commercial viewing. Okay. So the Columbia during, Broadcast System during Young Young Sheldon, I noticed like everyone had a Southern draw. It was like kind of like almost targeting like a Southern mentality. And like a lot of the jokes were like how, and Sheldon's the only one without a Southern draw and everyone else in the family has a Southern draw <laughs> and like kind of was making fun of like the Southern culture, almost like almost making them seem a little like, wait, did you, like the Hellcat commercial, was that the Ricky Bobby ripoff? Now, and then yeah, they had yeah, that yeah, played yeah. during that. So it's like, 
they were targeting like they they, they hit me. That ad was memorable, and but I found it unique that they ripped off. Well, they obviously got the intellectual property rights to Ricky Bobby, but then couldn't afford uh, Will Ferrell and the other guy John C. Riley. So they got the third character, the dad, to yeah. make a cameo in it, and got two children to stand in as Ricky Bobby and the other yeah. guy. I, I, it was a good commercial, but I was like, that, why, why, why? Why was it a good commercial, Garrett? I just thought it was funny. I thought because it's synergy. It was stuff you recognized and it was all woven into one. And I like what you mentioned about the Southern draw. Where was young Sheldon? Can I say I was, I was really impressed by the uh, HIV drug commercial. I was like, Oh, wow. They're just, they're they're like just advertising HIV drugs. I watch a lot of TV. There's a lot of HIV medication advertised on television. And what I found unique about the HIV prescription thing is that the name of the HIV drug sounded like Tesla. I don't know what it was called, but it was like, it was like hyper Tesla or some shit. And I was like, oh, it sounds like Tesla. But uh, uh, let's, what was my other question before we jumped into Young Sheldon? Uh, Which of these shows do do you believe your parents would enjoy? My mom would probably like the Alice and Janie show just because it's Alice and Janie. Yeah. Well, who do you think the target audience for moms is? <laughs> That's, honestly, I don't is know. Is it moms? You think it's mothers? Of I think children? you think it might be moms. Maybe, maybe recovering alcoholic mothers. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We'll no. get to that. We'll get to that. We don't want to jump ahead to it. So uh, what was the funniest thing you boys saw tonight? I loved that Mountain Dew commercial with Bob Ross. And that is my answer for the funniest commercial. That was pretty good. I was like, what's going on? We're talking about the CBS programming. I actually (laughs) took took notes on what I thought was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. James, what made you giggle? Um, I chuckled at a couple of things in Mom and a couple of things in, uh, I don't even, uh, Be Positive. I, I figured be like it seemed like the night was like set up to go from like younger viewer to older viewer. Certainly, like certainly, certainly. Yeah. It it absolutely did. And then it ended with Clarice, which I think we all saw the first few minutes of, uh, which seems to be like their attempt at being our attempt at being spooky. I think I think I think be positive was also like the easiest one to like just drop into, like with no mm-hmm. knowledge. It was the most like like yeah. it had the highest like drop in value. Well, you know? mom, mom was set up to be monster of the week. Like it's yeah. it's definitely set up to like you don't you have no need for any side story yeah. whatsoever, and there's no character development. There's zero character development. I yeah. couldn't. No, mom was like a little rough on that. To, yeah. to, to drop yeah. the bit about CBS for a little for for just a moment. These were a tough watch, um, and and <laughs> a lot of them. A lot of them, I call, and you'll you'll see it in my questions. A lot of them are just like, "What was the plot of the episode?" And it didn't seem like many of the episodes really really got there. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> it seemed like it was a lot of like, you know, these guys. These guys are funny. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll just throw them up on screen. You'll like it. Trust you know, us. Like it. All right. So, so the first show that we you guys watched was uh, oh. Young Sheldon. Episode title, A Box of Treasure and Meemaw and the Meemaw of Science. Um, Meemaw, the use of Meemaw, that's aggressive. That's yeah. 
Okay, all so, right. So let's start there if we want. Where do we want to young start? Sheldon, young Sheldon is set up to be fish out of water, but there's no obvious reason for fish out of water. It's, it, it's like they pulled all the fish out of water out of every 90s show, or well, early 90s show that they could. Like they, they, they did the Doogie Howser thing with the kid who's like yeah. way too smart. And then they did like, you know, the, the, the city well-spoken kid in the midst of like the Hicks um like the I, I don't know and then hot wife you know like. right right like so it was married with children but with southern accents for some reason <laughs> does anyone want to where did you where do we think young sheldon takes place um because i did sense some inconsistency with the accents see I, I don't know the distinction between different Southern accents, but definitely in like... No, no, no. For yeah. No, who was doing it? Some people just weren't doing them. Some people had regular voices. Some people... Young Sheldon appears to be British. Um, it, it's, it's confusing. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 that's the thing. And I couldn't tell quite where it was set, what it was supposed to be. I'm looking... Oh, Medford, Texas. That's Texas. Oh, Texas. yeah. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Hey, that's why I'm asking. I was the accents in, in State of Al were rough. I don't think. Oh, Andy we'll get to the, we'll get to yeah. State Al. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about State the United uh, States. Uh, Al. Can we not? Play like, your I, I, Play I your mean, tongue. I know. Play your tongue. <laughs> I'm so happy we haven't talked about the United States of Al yet. All right, all right. All I'm right. happy we chose tonight to do it for the series premiere. To be honest, this is the first ever episode of United States of Al. But uh, what? Any more thoughts on Young Sheldon? What was the plot of Young Sheldon? Can anyone walk me through the episode and what happened? I could do that. So Young Sheldon and his <laughs> science teacher, who I thought had a little bit of a weird uh, relationship, kind of saying that. Um, but once Mima came in the picture, I was a little relieved. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to, what was it? Not photons. They were trying to do a science experiment and they couldn't figure out how to su- suspend this ball in a chamber, t- another glass yeah. chamber. And Mima with her crocheting skills <laughs> whips it up in the name of science. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and and why why did Mima get, get involved? Does anyone know? She was picking up Sheldon from class and he's like, come on, like. But what was her motivation to get involved? To be rich and famous. No, no, no. Well, that either what you're talking about the comedy scene with the very funny big science trophy. Does anyone yeah. remember the big prop science trophy? Um, <laughs> she joined because uh, she wasn't feeling involved with people at home. So she went and she joined. So it was a story about her finding relief in a new thing. And they were playing up how stupid she is. Because normally, Mima is a fucking idiot. But in this episode, she was very helpful. She was helpful and she helped them figure out the science. And in the process, she learned a bit about science. She learned a bit about herself. And she learned that she should respect herself. Um, Does anyone have any final words on young Sheldon? There was a plot. How did we feel? How did we feel about Young Sheldon in general? Dude, Jason got a lot out of that episode. I, yeah. <laughs> I can pull uh, a lot I out mean, of it. I could. I could do it. Um, I mean, and Garrett, I don't know how you latched on to all of that, but like, I just 
Kudos, man. I zoned them out. Like, the, they, they were, as soon as the, the Southern accents thing started and I started figuring out, like, the basic premise, I was just like, yeah, no. I mean, yeah. I mean <laughs> the whole show is just like, there's a smart kid, you know? That's the whole idea. That's what the other show was, too, right? You know what I didn't appreciate? Um, and, and CBS might slam me for saying this, but I didn't appreciate the... Uh, uh, the the portrayal of um, Sheldon's brother, um, I, he was he was an idiot. His his brother was stupid. But I couldn't I I don't know. I, so I don't watch Young Sheldon. Surprise. Uh, <laughs> I, and I the thing that kept bothering me is I couldn't tell why Young Sheldon and his brothers have completely different voices because his brother is literally like it's a math test and I'm going to photocopy it and I'm going to sell it for $5 in the bathroom. And then he gets caught because he forgets to leave, to take the fucking thing out of the copier. He's like a dumb Texan. And then young Sheldon is, they allude to young Sheldon having autism, which is, which I didn't expect either. They, they alluded to that several really? times by saying uh, things like he doesn't understand sarcasm. They like little underlying jabs that they've been floating ever since Dan Harmon made Abed. But uh, uh, but uh, any other thoughts on Young Sheldon? I have uh, something I picked up for the next episode coming out next week. Um, young Sheldon, <laughs> I was really I was into this. I was really watching. This is I love watching TV movies. Literally ninety percent of my free time. But um, uh, he said something about like doing remote um uh, coming up with a way for remote learning for students and mm -hmm. i like this is based in like uh, yeah yeah and i was like wow come on like hey I, I, I do remember that as well and uh do you remember how uh how else uh young sheldon ended garrett what the um, lead in the next week is other than the remote learning i the neighbor's husband left i think so Dude, good, job, man. good job. That's one CBS buck. Uh, you guys have been asked to rank these programs. Where did you rank Young Sheldon on your one to four, starting with Sharif as always? Uh, like three as in like four is the so worst. So one, two, three, four. One being yeah, the best, yeah. four being the worst. Yeah, I gave it, I, I made it three. Okay. How about you, James? Uh, three, perfectly ignorable. Okay. How about you, Garrett? I actually had him at three as well. Okay, threes across the board for Young Sheldon. And I just lit up a blunt, and you know what that means. It's time to talk about the United States <laughs> of Apple. Live on CBS Thursday night. It is. This show is going to go on for 20 seasons and a movie. You know what's you know what's, you know what's wrong is you're right. You know you, that 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 that's that's what's wrong with modern society. So this is I while I was watching this shit. This is this is this is what I was thinking while I was watching. Is that is that you know no wonder people are rioting in the streets. This is what they have to watch on TV at night. United States of Ow. It's such right. a poor way of like trying to like be like, you know, Marine and friend that's Muslim get together. Like I was like, 
like, like the way that they were doing it, like the when he's like, "Dad, I told you not to t- not to bring up alcohol." It was, yeah, it was like, on the nose. It was on the fucking nose. <laughs> Hold, on. Hold on, a couple things. A couple things. All right. Ah, okay. Some funny, funny things about um, United States of Al. You know what? I'll save my observations until after you guys go. Um, okay, what was the plot of the first episode of United States of Al? Al arrives in America. Al's in the United States. Yeah, it's like a pilot. Yeah, I mean, they got there. Yeah, they, yeah. That's it. That's the whole episode. Like, it, it was so short. It's in the title, like, man. It, what do you want? <laughs> and then, like, the Marine buddy, I don't even remember his name. Riley. He, Riley just drops the bomb on Al, like, it's like, so how's your uh, fiance or wife or what? It, I think it was we're wife. Was like, <laughs> we're, we're, div- we're getting a divorce. And I was like, that came out of left field. Yeah, no build up. No, no build up. Uh, no build up. Like, didn't know yeah. he was married. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, it doesn't marry that. We never and, see them married. We never see then, them. And then the sister comes in. She's like, oh, I'm going out. I'll see you guys tomorrow. He's like, you won't see her tomorrow. She's been pro- partying pretty heavily since her uh, fiance died. So, uh, so, like, so, yeah, talk about, like, <laughs> so talk a bit about the partying. How do you think their portrayals of being drunk were? The when uh, Riley was upset at the dinner table, he literally grabbed a beer like a minute before he grabs his second beer in anger. My, over like the father and Al getting along. Like, Sharif, you like look, you look surprised. Did you not know that they were all drunk the whole time except for him? I knew well, no, he had to drive a car, but I didn't. There was around the whole time. He was allegedly, and this was my one of my biggest problems with the episode, is that he is allegedly drunk the episode. He does not slur a single word. Yeah. He does not like, walk weirdly. <laughs> He's just yeah. like. It, it seemed, I thought it was going to be like a, oh, I had two beers thing. And of then, course, like, Al, I can't drive. Yeah. yeah. And then it was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. fucking, yeah. <laughs> it was. He even play like the role, you know, like he was. <laughs> Stoic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was just like, oh, you, you know, I could probably, I, I could definitely drive. Like, yeah, yeah, you seem like you could drive. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> we, we have no evidence to prove that you couldn't drive, Riley. <laughs> I've seen maybe one drink. Uh, oh, Jesus. All right, so any thoughts on the United States of Al? Open horrible. floor. Horrible. It could, it could, it, it has, it has potential if they break away from whatever crappy writers that they have in the writing room and get some people who really know some stuff about anything. Um, what what like, city does the United States of Al take place in? I don't know, but the airport sucks. Yeah, New York or something? I <laughs> yeah. I think the idea of like of like a person coming back and bringing the translator back, like the, the concept on paper sounds fire. Well, yeah. Does anyone know anything about um, Afghani translators? Yeah, I know a little bit. Like, well, not, I, I to, met one personally. Yeah, well, well so, so, the, so the, th- the things that were realistic about the episode is that uh, a lot of uh, service members do care deeply about their translators and the people that they work with over there. Um, 
and uh, oftentimes the, U- the, the U.S. promises people uh, uh, citizenship in order to get them to work with the armed forces. The fake thing is that like that happens one in like 5,000 of the, of the people that they work with. Um, the other horrible things are like the, 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 the it was so like it was racist at the same time as trying to be anti-racist and it was just like <laughs> it was like painful to watch it's like watching somebody like balance on a knife and and constantly cut themselves it's just <laughs> here's a here's a wild question what country do you think the actor portraying al is from Oh, that's a good question. Like, like, it's just like he's from America. He's totally American. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's American. Yeah, Garrett. Um, um pro- I'd, I'd, I'd probably say America. We're gonna go South Africa. Really? He's a South African man. Uh, he's a South African son of a senator. His, uh, his American oh. accent's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> he is doing. He is. He is a South African pretending to be Afghani coming to America. That can speak. Yes. Here's my question: Why wouldn't he speak more like a person from Afghanistan? I mean, the, 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 a lot of the translators do develop an American accent because they're working that, with American that troops. That accent. He's a that accent. Though. The way we heard him. The way we well, heard Al. Bullshit. It was a little over the top, but that, that's just a CBS thing. I don't even know thing. what it was. I don't know what it was. Like, I don't even know what my critique of the accent is other than I just had, I've never heard anything like it. It, it, was, the, it was the same, it was the same knife edge. It was the trying not to be racist while absolutely up. being racist. <laughs> like, honestly, I feel like they really made like his, so I really love um, Master of None. And I really love, oh my God, it's escaping me. It's on Hulu. It's an A24 show. Oh, uh, Rami. Rami. Yeah. Phenomenal shows. I feel like the Master of None episode when they talk about how like they depict dif- like different races and like like Ashton Kutcher doing brownface and shit like that, like all that stuff. I felt like this was a prime example of it. Like he was like the butt of a lot of jokes, you know, like his... Muslim heritage, like it, it, like you said, it was like not trying, it was trying to bring like, like it wasn't extremely racist, but it was racist, but like, they're trying to be like, oh, like American, you're so stupid. You should know this. Like you should know this about their culture. And that's the thing about CBS is we, we participate in bad faith readings. We understand that people like you will, will recognize that nuance of it when uh, racists will just be like, ha ha. He talked funny. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we at CBS do best. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, lost my video. We took James off video with that joke. Uh, Sharif, sorry to point the question at you. You've got uh, moderate uh, Muslim ties. Were you at all offended by the portrayal of Islam? I mean, I feel like I'm the worst example. I know Um, you are because you you are. Yeah, you. you, you, I know. I know. I think I know less than the actor, but (laughs) I I think I think being an onlooker as much as a person that's like kind of involved, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, 
shit was rough. I feel like it was. I, I I don't know enough of it to get personally attacked, but shit, that was not good. <laughs> that was that was you know. Yeah, if your family saw that, do you think they'd be like, oh, representation? I don't think they'd feel represented. Just so hard. I don't think that would be the. Do you think the people of Afghanistan would enjoy this show? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was for the floor. That wasn't for sure. Oh, like, is it a brown question? I'm like, no, no, no. I, no. I mean, the constant jokes about like, oh, you know, uh, a destroyed country. Okay. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, conversations. No. But that was weird. Let, let's. Let's let's please like yeah we can acknowledge that we're we're uh, we're crap when we go overseas without calling other countries a shithole by by association. Um, it it, it yeah. feels like this whole show feels like the dad that goes, "I have a friend who's black," you know. Yeah. And <laughs> the entire show feels like there it's you like go. that's not off. Like um, like I know you're trying to be like mutual, but like. No, yeah, this is why we don't take you out, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> this song that, that the, the whole show felt like my my hometown. <laughs> yeah, what is your hometown? Easterville, like Trevo's out in Bucks uh, okay, yeah. oh, yeah. Um, so, um, we're almost done talking about United States of Al, but as we know, Amazon, um, uh, advertised a lot. CBS has a lot of ties to Amazon. Amazon has a lot of ties to the military. Uh, CBS, you know, the triangle pretty much. Um, so I just had two questions that I'm contractually obligated to ask. And we'll use the one, two, three format, starting with Sharif, James, and Garrett uh, to answer these questions. Um, did this uh, television show make you feel better or worse with the fact that there are still American troops in Afghanistan? Starting with Sharif, better, better or worse? Did it make you feel better or worse that there are still uh, troops in Afghanistan? And as recently as 2021, uh, the Pentagon has lied about how many. This show definitely caught. made me feel worse. Oh, that made you feel worse? How about, how about you, James? Just in general. Um, Pentagon this lies. Show, there was a thousand this show, more people than they said. Yeah, this, this show was so divorced from reality that I feel like it had no effect on my feelings about anything in reality. Garrett? I like that. I couldn't agree more with that. The only benefit, like, there's nothing that's going to make me feel good about troops in Afghanistan. Nothing you, to did, do that. This show, did not, did, this show did not make you feel better about the troops in Afghanistan? The, the troop? No, no. But would would you be one, interested... The in one sending shed- this film overseas. No, no, no. The one shed of light that I did see in it was the com- like how good of a friendship, how there could be a good friendship built between a Muslim and a white dude that's in the Marines. I think that's that was the, silver the lining. only benefit that came out of it, even though the show is completely whitewashed. Silver lining. And last question. This this question is sponsored by CBS and Amazon. Did the United <laughs> States of Al make you remember or forget, starting with Sharif, that in 2014, the International Refugee Assistance Project, a nonprofit based in New York City, estimated that Afghan interpreters were being killed Every 36 hours, one every 36 hours were being killed as of 2014. Uh, Sharif, did this make you feel rem- remember that or forget that? Or or did you not know? 
that we still have troops there and that as many as uh, one died every 36 hours. I didn't know that for sure. <laughs> James? Um, did not know. Um, yeah, no, did not affect my knowledge of that uh, piece of information at all. Yep. And then lastly, Garrett? I was like laughing while you're reading off a, like, off a script because it was like funny just the way you were talking at first and my jaw dropped after I heard that statistic. That's fucked up. And I did not know that was even an actual statistic. So, no, I didn't even know about that. CBS is also uh, crazy broadcasting systems. We're fucking crazy. We don't care where troops are. We'll make we'll make jokes about them. Uh, we think it's funny. Ha ha. Uh, you know, United States. Al, watch it Thursday nights on CBS. Um, so now any any final thoughts on the United States of Al? Canceled. You think it'll be? Uh, <laughs> I think United season. States of Al finishes its its twelve episode run. No, I think good. it finishes its twelve episode run. I think that uh, there is so little good writing in network television right now that <laughs> you you don't have anything to replace it with. Hey, you didn't see Young Sheldon. <laughs> To be fair, there was one bit of good writing in Young Sheldon, uh, and and it's it not was. and it was not funny. It was what they did was not funny, <laughs> no. and I saw what okay. they did because they were it, they did like good writing, not good jokes, mm. not good. They did like this back and forth where they were saying all these word association things. I forget what it was specifically about. I was like, oh, that's good. Um, my final thoughts on uh, United States Val complete i don't think it'll get past 12 uh episodes which is why i wanted to do this podcast is because this is the first time it's out we'll be reacting to it immediately first to market uh i don't think it'll last through its 12 episodes i say it gets to about five or six before people start freaking out because i have no idea where this plot's going but it's gonna be weird and it's gonna be bad and it can only get more racist um Because how, how are you going to fill that airtime without racism? You're going to need to be racist to fill. If there's six hours of this show, six hours of this show exist. Already. I, well, I don't know. Already man. Existed. They already did. Like, he doesn't drink. He, he had to pray in the morning. They did a tea drinking. How far are they going to deep? They said cobble like three different times. You know how fucked up they it is to even mention cobble? America fucked up Kabul so like uncomprehensively. And it was like one of their major cities that was like beautiful in the eighties. Uh, yeah, no, it was real fucked up. That whole thing was real fucked up. United States Al was, you don't know how many times I watched the trailer before I came up with this idea. I watched the trailer like four times today because it makes me laugh every time I see it. And before we go on to mom, I wanted to ask you this. Did you guys enjoy the fact or dislike the fact, starting with Sharif, um, uh, that CBS, my fine company, does this thing where they play the entire shortened episode in the trailer for the next program. So if you were when you're watching Young Sheldon, they'd play a trailer of fucking uh, United States Owl that showed you every joke uh from united states vow and then it would just for me personally it ruined everything because nothing was ever a surprise they ruined every joke they showed me the end of every punchline before we even before i even saw the show uh did you guys feel the same we don't have to go in order for this one because this is this was driving me nuts that pissed it me wasn't off the most. it 
I don't think I noticed it in Young Sheldon with United States of Al, but maybe I just wasn't paying enough. Like I said, I tuned out during mm. Young Sheldon, so uh, yeah. maybe I just missed it. I did notice very much that in Mom and uh, whatever the last one, uh, Be, uh, Be Positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, the, both of those shows had the entire joke given away constantly. <laughs> Yeah, that pissed. It. I thought that was like the worst part of the whole programming. Like, I couldn't do it. I, it was what I like tried to like look away when they yeah. were doing it because it was like this will spoil the entire next episode for me. So, it's which all- makes me, from the CBS point of view, do you think you're supposed to watch them all together, or do you think they do you think CBS thinks that you're like tuning out? Uh, I, I, I mean, don't. I think, I think they want you to stay watching. Because, like, yeah. a lot of people watch Young Sheldon, and then they're like, all right, well, we got this new show coming out. They moved the time slot for Be Positive to the next time slot for this new show. So to get the viewers, like, after the Super Bowl, when they always have, like, that series premiere, I feel like it's that just at a lower scale. Um, but the, it's like watching a trailer. Like, when you're at the movies and you watch trailers, like, I just saw that whole movie. I don't need mm-hmm. to even see the movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's that four times for two hours. You know, um, you don't like hearing a joke four times, <laughs> dude. Yeah, no. What? what was the joke that I kept hearing that they kept replaying? Puppy, the puppy way? kept coming up from Be Positive. I kept seeing the puppy, so I like knew what was happening. A lot of that dog and Be Positive. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, I, I, I just, I don't, I, I think that's, uh, I, I think you could probably attribute that whole thing to the fact that, like. Back in the day, back in like the nineties, they they started this trend of like leading mm. into the the next uh, the next episode. But they had good editors. They had good like studio editors who could like figure out like how to take part of a punchline and then make it into a cliffhanger so that you want to know what the rest of it is. I, I think like, overall, like just the quality of TV is just like no. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Um, so moving oh. on. Oh, wait, okay. one, one, one more, one more, one more. That that reminds me, one more uh commercial thing. There was some yeah. drug that they advertised that I could have, like, I thought it was a spoof, like, three quarters of the way through the commercial. I was like, this has got to, this has got to be gone somewhere. Like, this is some, like, a new ad company that's, like, just making fun of drug ads. Mm-hmm. And then it was a real drug ad. Do you remember what the product was? It was the one with the like hexagon logo and like all the squiggles in the center. Well, maybe you'll get maybe one day that that ad will get you. We'll, we'll be taking that note here at CBS. <laughs> on, we are I was going to say quick and add that I didn't catch it. I caught it at the end and I was waiting for it again. It's like, um, ask your doctor to take this with your SSRI. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what is it? <laughs> um. We're going to talk about Mom, episode title, Tiny Dancer and an Impromptu Picnic. Um, Here's my first question, starting with Sharif. How many seasons do you think Mom has been on the air? I've never heard of the show before. Give me a guess. You can guess. This is the second season. James. I was going to go with two just because I haven't heard of it at all either. Garrett. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with 
I want to say three because at the end they're like only six new episodes left of Mom. Like, there have so. been 163 episodes of Mom. What? It is in its eighth season. What? And it's in the <laughs> Mom is ending uh, in six episodes. It has been a Titanic hit for CBS uh, on the air since 2013. Oh my really? God. That, that, that can't be right. I, 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 I don't. <laughs> this that's is like, why. This is why United States of Al is going to stay on the air forever. Yeah, that's why it might get a twelve episode run. <laughs> it will, baby. <laughs> I mean, if that if that's an actual that's a truth right there. That's it's. But I'm the, oh, I have, I have, I have episodes. Have uh, has the the daughter or the the daughter that was on the billboard ever actually been in the show, or is she this just is in a MacGuffin? Great question. Unfortunately, I, I do that. not have the answer. I was also questioning why they why they didn't show either the billboard nor the daughter. Uh, right. I I could I, I couldn't tell you that. Uh, I'm looking up who 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 it is, but no, uh, I have no idea. You'd have to know more about it than I know. I, I'm thinking she's a MacGuffin, but uh, uh, that that was just a wild guess, like because I've never seen an episode before. But hey, seriously, a hundred episodes, <laughs> one hundred sixty-three. They're going to be ending on the high end of a hundred. Uh, what was the plot of the episode of Mom? To get the billboard uh, down. I think. Yeah, my daughter is on a my daughter is naked on a billboard, and I, I want like the billboard to be. That's been up for like 20 plus years and her daughter yeah. does not want that. And um, then another Breaking Bad reference comes in, another or character, not reference. Hey, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, big, big question. So that's the plot. They had to get the, the, uh, the billboard down. What is the theme? Uh, recovering addict. Mother. Um. <laughs> so yeah, addict, addict. Attic questions uh, her own motivations. Uh, women, women. The the theme was like women empowerment and the rights to their body, because we were talking about uh, the the billboard and this what and the woman's identity being up there when she didn't want it and people rallying How, uh, for her. No, no, wait, hang on, hang, hang, hang bar, on, right there. Hang on, hang the on, bar, Jason. <laughs> Wait, let me get there. In the bar, the wheel wheelchair Dark Knight guy, he's yeah, yeah. having an internal conflict the whole time about how he feels about women and how he's treated women in the past. Uh, and then that other guy is on the date where he's reassessing his relationship with women and apologizing to the woman uh, he had the one night stand with. All right, none of that happened. Um, <laughs> so first, first of all, uh, it is not women's empowerment to have a oh, daughter. Oh, I'm not well, saying they did a good. It's CBS <laughs> women's empowerment. It's the same. So, way. so it for, was, for, it was Muslim representation. The, 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 the daughter had no agency in this entire episode. So the the woman who was naked on the billboard, who may or may not want to be naked, we don't know because they who never had her on the episode. Yeah, yeah. Who was it? Is that that's who the was daughter, what? right? Right. Yeah, we never yeah, see her, so she has no agency because she's not there. 
She could be right. Dead. And so her mother gets to decide whether or not she wants to be on a billboard from doing it. Maybe she likes the billboard. Maybe she feels empowered by being an attraction for this, this business that she hasn't worked for for 20 years. But the mom did allude to a fact when she took a picture she t- and posted it on social media that the daughter didn't like the way her ears looked in the picture, in the picture. <laughs> And that's the facts. That's the facts. Hey, Garrett's mind's an iron cage. I'm seriously. That alluded to the fact that the mother knew my daughter would not want this. Maybe in her rebellious years, like she mentioned the circle of how she used to be a rebel and now she's not. And then like it's a vicious cycle. And then Saul from Better Call Saul is like, yeah, I've seen it a bunch of times. I run a strip club. Like that was, it was like back then she was like that, but now she wouldn't want that. And if she knew it was there, she'd be upset. No, I advise, no, and and the fine folks at CBS will be getting this note that maybe <laughs> they should have included the daughter in the episode. And it would at least an angry voicemail. It would maybe, have been much better. Why not have her? Why not have? Maybe her? there's a big daughter reveal at the last episode of the season. Maybe that's the whole point. It's called Mom. <laughs> so I'm there's all these mother, fucking moms. So 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 she has she has no agency through the whole thing. Um, and then and then they go on with the tropes about oh, uh, sex work in your teens and twenties will ruin your life. You know, you you can't you you can't have a serious career if you've been a sex worker uh, because you know it'll ruin your life. Well, that's not true. Um, you know, there's there's plenty of. Yeah, Paris Hilton. She's yeah. a billionaire or something. Uh, and then the yeah. What, what, yeah, she transitioned the, into, into like sports. Yeah, yeah, and then just regular sex workers that lead normal lives. You know, they just like cook yeah. sandwiches yeah. and stuff. Uh, or move on into law careers, or, or do I? Yeah, no, that's what want. I mean. I meant yeah, cook like cook like cook. You know, I, I met this girl once, and this is a sidebar. Uh, you know what? I probably shouldn't tell the story. <laughs> oh, <damn it. laughs> These are my favorite. Come on. <laughs> All right. I met this woman once, and I won't say where I met her, but we were talking, and she was like, blah, blah, blah. I'm a stripper. I do, like, extreme shit. And I was like, what the fuck you mean, extreme shit? And she was like, well, tonight I'm going to break a bunch of glass, and I'm going to lay in it. And, and I'm gonna and, and, and people are gonna like uh, like drink off of me and sh- all this shit. And she she told me about this bar to go to in Philly. And it was a bar I'd been to before. I forget what it was, but it was like the upstairs, like one of those joints in Chinatown. And no, not in Chinatown. It was an old city. Um, and I was like trying to convince people, like, yo, we should go stop by at least see what this is. <laughs> I'm not, I've never me. I've never been that invited to such a thing. Didn't ask me. Just say. Yeah, well, oh no, no, it was just whoever was. It was whoever I was with that night. And, and she said uh, it was really fucked up when she explained what she was doing. Uh, but and I, I'd never heard such a thing. And then she was like explaining that she, she also works at Panera Bread. And I was like, that's what it made me think of. It's just like, that's how it is. That's why I said making <laughs> that was the sandwich thing. Was that cooking where that a sandwich, <laughs> like a panini press. So is that like is that like one of those underground strip clubs that you wrote that? No, no, no. This about? is some rich, weird business guy stuff. Oh, so this is like uh, business like guy, eyes uh, wide shut, Illuminati kind mm, of shit. No, nah, more horny salesman. 
horny, horny salesman. Yeah, horny <laughs> older salesman. They're bored. They're in town. They know about this weird thing in Philly when they come. Uh, <laughs> on to the next episode. Or next who, who produced mom? Who produced mom? The mom. Let's talk about the production. Who produced these shows? It's all the same guy. Four oh, episodes. Yeah. All four fucking shows were produced and created by Chuck Lorre, creator of The Big Bang Theory, creator of Two and a Half Men. Hey, Chuck, you have hit your peak. Retire. <laughs> I, well, so... Go to the, the moon, thing. Chuck. Make the money. Take it here's, off. Here's, here's <laughs> the thing. I'm going to ask, uh, what, what season do you think uh, Be Positive is in? Oh, 50. Yeah, I give up now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going on eight. I feel like it's quantity over quality. They gave him so much time. He's just putting whatever out at this point. Yep. Seems yeah. Like, you know? So, six. Six. Six? Uh, no, Be Positive is in season one. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. So, I don't know how to judge this. That explains the bad writing around the dog. Okay, so that makes so, sense. And and we're going to talk about this. So all four of these shows were made by Chuck Lorre. Um, Young Sheldon is a hit. It's seven million people watched it with us tonight. Seven million. Um, You're going to depress me. It has been on for four seasons and it will likely probably go on for longer. Like 12 Yeah, seasons. obviously. So Until the kid hits puberty. He's going to no. be Sheldon. He's we're going to follow him into college and then it'll just link up to Big Bang Theory. That's sh- Isn't he already in college? I don't know. I've never Star seen Wars, Big Bang man. Theory. Um, so, and then Be Positive and United States of Al are Chuck Lorre trying to get a couple more seasons of a show. Um, which do you think is more likely to get a second season between Be Positive and United States of Al? Uh, I think United States of Al will get the extra season just because of the actors that are on it. Yeah, doesn't doesn't Be Positive have like uh, isn't he in trouble? Isn't the, the oh he did just get in trouble? Thomas Middleton did just get in yeah. trouble. That's yeah. a really good point. Oh, that's and he's point. he's always a difficult actor. Like he he really? delayed um, one of the seasons of the HBO show too because of something he did. He's Dwight's brother in season nine or like eight of The Office. Yeah, he is. like yeah. Shout out Scranton. I'm from Scranton. Shout out Scranton. So now we're officially talking about Be Positive Canine Excavation. Um, <laughs> My favorite show. So, yeah, so yeah. the writing around this switch was so bad and so poorly built up that the the fact that it's in the first season makes sense because you you know like until you said it was in the first season, I'm like, why doesn't this guy ha- why doesn't this character have a, a continual voice? He does and he doesn't. He, they did the writers just like, eh, fuck it, you know he likes the dog now. Um, here's here's a question. Why do you think the show's called Be Positive? He, I, mean, I was just going to bring he's up. He's got cancer or something? He, he, his his blood type. He lost a kidney. Dialysis. He lost a kidney. He goes into dialysis <laughs> all the time. Yeah. But I didn't get like the opening cut is hilarious. I like like the opening scene with like the old pictures open up. I'm like, all right, Be Positive obviously has to do something with blood type. And then the show starts. 
You thought he had cancer. You enjoyed the show. You thought he had cancer. I thought it was, uh, you know, when they did the, the, I thought it was chemo. I thought they were in like a chemo room. I thought that too. That makes sense in my head. Hey, hey, that's just dialysis. It's dialysis though. We didn't get there at least. There was like a full, huge chunk of the show. They never say it. They never say it. I want to know why four people who are clearly under 40 are in a dialysis room. Yeah, that was the other thing I thought. Once I figured healthy out, healthy looking people. Yeah. Who, extremely healthy looking people. There's but, one fat white guy. Yeah. One question. An amazing <laughs> nurse. I love that nurse. That nurse was awesome. <laughs> the yeah. Here's here's something. It's funny. It's, and this is not CBS talking. This is Jason talking. They they're trying to do a sitcom where instead of Central Perk for friends, it's a dialysis clinic. <laughs> That's all it is. It serves as a barber shop for them to hang out in. That's all it is. So they're they, they never time. talk about his kidney transplant. It's never mentioned. They're he just wasn't like, even like hooked up ever. Or like he was just sitting there like a barber shop, or like they're at the Central Park and Gunther's gonna get them a coffee. He felt like there was no illusion throughout that whole episode until you see him walking with the dog and there's like, there's no dogs allowed here. I'm like, all right, is he a doctor here? Is Obviously, he- there's no fucking huge dogs allowed in the dialysis clinic. But like, I had no idea why he was even walking in there. I thought he worked there. I thought he was like a worker. I didn't know he had. No, I, the end, it's, it's like too set end. up. In your defense, in your defense, I've watched the show before. So that's the only reason why I knew that. No, 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 J- Jason, you missed this. My grandmother yeah. watched the show. <laughs> <laughs> you get this CBS point earlier? That's a Dude, CBS every fucking Thursday I watch the show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Garrett, Garrett and Sharif both get, uh, have, both have a CBS point. Has anyone else ever seen any of these shows? No. 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 So you've just seen Be Positive, Sharif. I, I, it was on one time. Okay. And my grandmother, like, I apparently leaves it on sometimes if we were vibing. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was like one of the first episodes because it really talked about the not cancer. Obviously, I didn't pay attention then either, but yeah. So, that, that be positive is one of the real reasons why we're in a focus group. Same with uh, United States of Al. The whole reason for these kinds of shows. They're all focused grouped to death. These were all, you know how many fucking people have dialysis and kidney problems, or at least have someone in the family with kidney problems or dialysis? Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Same hey, you know, you know the guy, you know the guy who owns Davida rides into his corporate meetings on a horse in a full night, uh, in full night regalia, in a full plate metal armor suit. Shut up. Seriously, David is pretty seriously. Evil. They're pretty evil. They're all over. They like they like cornered the market on dialysis. You know what? What kind of fucking monster you have? Look to up, be- look up, David CEO, David CEO uh, meeting. Yeah, no, all of these. So that's why we're in a focus group setting because all of these shows were chosen by statistics and focus groups. We we hit moms. We hit. Uh, Trauma, every, traumas in every episode. Everyone's so fucking traumatized on TV. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, well, that's because you had you yeah, had know, uh, Malcolm in the middle, and and then they wanted to replicate the the wins of Malcolm in the middle. It's everyone. Everyone's sad. Everyone's traumatized. We got uh, uh, the fractured, divorced, uh, PTSD. Riley, United States of Al. We got addicts in Mom. 
We got uh, be positive dialysis. We're hitting all the corners. I was so on the bases. Yeah, everybody can relate to all of these things. That's what makes them CBS shows, boys. It's uh, it, we're, we're I, I, I like how they're all. I, I do like how they're all doing relatively well, even though they have these huge traumas in their lives that that have destroyed hundreds of thousands, millions of people, other people's lives. Did like, you get you know, the sense that anybody was in financial duress? No. no, and being on dialysis, unless you have a really good job being with really good insurance. Afghanistan. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, oh, the, oh, it's all crazy. It's all crazy. Uh, a couple more questions. <laughs> being a Marine with P- PTSD just coming back from Divorced. Afghanistan. Divorced. Divorced. Wife took the house. With uh, the kid that he can't see. <laughs> and he's he just be blacked out and can i tell you about yeah the, the the least blacked out blacked out person i've ever seen and also the most ripped the fuck up drunk dude when he was shirtless for that scene anyone peep that guy's body pretty pretty ripped i, I enjoyed the dance belt i thought that the dance belt was appropriate mm-hmm. no he was yeah. ripped up he had he had those abs that like instagram abs instagram ads like where it goes inwards so much so that you're like why would you even want that? How do you, how do if y'all you don't know what a dance belt is, feel free to look it up. It's fun. Yeah, I wasn't sure what a dance belt. Dance belt? Belt. No, no idea, sir. Is that the V? Uh, 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 the, either way. A, a dance belt is a thing that dancers wear when they wear leotards. Male dancers wear when they wear, wear leotards because you don't want the you know, the whole package to show in stark relief. So dance belts are basically built up. up. They're they're built (laughs) up in that area. Understood. I didn't know he was wearing that. All right, let's let's wrap this up. What was the plot of Be Positive? They're stealing the dog. They're stealing the dog. And the dog got sipping some brewskis in the shed underage. Barely yeah. for like oh, yeah. 10 seconds. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> you know? She didn't actually get any liquid in her, so yeah. But I guess you can't show that on network TV anyway. Yeah. Whatever. You can sh- I'll tell you, I was very surprised, not just this show. I it made this show made like because I was looking for it in every show, and this show, like that instance where she was drinking beer kind of sparked like, oh well, like no one would definitely sponsor that. The lack of product placement. I was surprised. Yeah. So there was a Subaru commercial in B during B positive. And then they go to the shot of the Subaru. And I noticed they had pulled all the logos and hidden the the fact that it was a Subaru. The only product placement I was able to pick out was in mom. when we talked about it and when they were on FaceTime or we already talked about it. Jesus. Um, But she said she was on the billboard. She's like, I can't FaceTime you right now. That was the only Mm. one I picked up on. And I was not looking bad. for it, but yeah, no, not a lot of product placement in these in these CBS sitcoms. Uh, last question pertaining to any shows or advertisements: Did any of you see the advertisement for Fresnus Kidney Care during the dialysis TV yes, show? Yes, just before uh, the dialysis scene. Really? Yes, just literally like the ad before going into a dialysis scene in the show. 
And I was like, wait, is this just a continuation of the commercial? That's like, what, yeah, that just like, fucked me up for a second, but I didn't realize, like, that's why. I thought it was just stupid. Like, I just, that's... The same way that the military advertised during United States yeah. now. Yes, yeah. yes. That was aggressive. That was... Uh, that was <laughs> we at CBS know synergy. We understand that if we, we show understand you a show about the <laughs> Afghanistan war, you'll be thinking about the military and we have a higher chance... Of ad of, of getting you to join the military. Yeah, we're gonna show you a guy with really bad PTSD who who got divorced and now lives with his dad on a cot to encourage you to go into the military. But he didn't make a best friend out of it. But we're not gonna tell you the statistics of how like those friends died. How likely that man is to be dead, <laughs> or specifically to the hour, how likely he is to yeah. be dead. Um, oh my God. So final thoughts on these shows before I ask my last round of questions. Uh, find anything anyone feels. I think, I think this is the graveyard for like network television. I think we're watching it. I think. We, I mean, we all yeah. know streaming. I haven't watched a commercial. That was fun. I was like, I haven't, yeah. I haven't been part of a commercial sequence in so long in my life that I kept forgetting to like get off my phone and like watch it. What? You know? it is it? I mean, it might just be like rosy glasses, but it, is it? Is there less content now per dirt uh, as opposed to commercial content? Like, is it have they extended the commercial breaks or? Yeah, I think I think like if you like I don't know I feel like older shows are like twenty one minutes. Even if you go on Netflix and you watch like our longer shows at CBS, a longer show will be twenty two minutes and thirty seconds. A shorter show will be around eighteen forty five, depending on what you can pull together. God, yeah, that's like half. Jesus Depending I, on the show, that's how network television runs. I said this earlier, and we were like shooting the shit a little bit before you came on. Uh, you might have been on. I feel like as I was watching it, I was getting like sleepier and sleepier and sleepier. <laughs> <laughs> like I felt like I was like, oh, I'm ready for bed and wake up for my nine to five tomorrow. Oh, wait, it's Good Friday. I'm gonna have a glass of wine. You know what I mean? Like I felt like I was like a robot almost. And like usually, like the only network television I watch is Adult Swim, unless like I'm into like an HBO. That's show. cable. That's not adult. Yeah, that's not. That's even, not. Yeah. That's not it's the only thing I watch, like that's like actually on TV at that yeah. time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but or an HBO show. You know what I mean? I don't. I haven't watched a series on TV in forever, probably since Breaking Bad. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I just think you're right, Sharif. Like it's the graveyard. Like we're watching like the demise of network television. Like. It's it's almost sad. seven million people watch Young Sheldon every Thursday. Three hundred million, three million kids turn their own TV off, and they're like, you know, like, how many of those are airport television? I was just yeah. gonna say that. How many of those? Yeah, are like, is is that because CNN, CNN has a contract? It's CNN in the airports. Yeah. Is it is it just because you know there's nothing else on though? Like, yeah, three, six, and ten, and, maybe like. So, so here's my question. Why do you think these are the types of programs? Because I know why. I, it's because I'll, – I'll, ta- I'll talk about this. The, e- the cheapest shows to make first – no, there's, there's, there's the three cheapest types of show to make if you're making a television show. Easiest thing to make, talking heads type things. It's all these documentaries of like, oh, this movie was very popular. Netflix does a ton of them. This movie was very popular. 
let's get like 10 people involved with the movie to talk about the movie and then we'll play clips and then that's the whole thing that's the easiest cheapest thing to do uh it's bad. That's hey, a, that sounds like my show. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm talking about, but this this was popular when we were kids. Remember, I love the 80s. I love the 90s. Yeah. All those oh, oh and, okay. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or like those dumbest, dumbest crime move TV shows that are always on True TV where it's always a guy trying to run out of a thing and then someone goes, that's stupid or ridiculousness. Those yeah. are the cheapest shows to make. And the easiest shows to make, second, reality TV. Reality TV is very cheap, very easy. You don't even have to pay the actors. Third, sitcoms. Sitcoms. That's why we're watching this. You get everybody in these studios. You got three cameras. You know who to hire. You know what the budgets are. You've been doing it for decades. Let's pump out these fucking things. And that's why we have all of them. And the, and the plots are very much the same. That's what Chuck Lorre has been doing. He goes, all right, so there's these people. And there's something going on. And they talk in three to four places. And we're going to have them talk in three to four places, all behind each other's backs. And by the end, it'll all be resolved, except for this other issue. And that's 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 just how you drag it on. It's the Friends model. It's, it's the Seinfeld model. It's But but we already did Friends in Seinfeld like two decades ago. Good so now Al. we have the United States of Al. And be possible. So it feels like they're doing like... Any winner. <laughs> have, have you seen... I mean, I I love TikTok. I don't care. I'm 26 years old. Talk your shit. Yeah. So it's great. Have you ever seen the one guy who he's like all wired? He's and it's like him writing like it'll be like Quentin Tarantino writing movies. Like, give me an actor. Okay, give me give me a time. All right. Well, give me I don't know. Give me a film genre. It feels like mm. a mad like all these shows were like a Mad Lib. It's, it's like, all, all the right. same guy. It's yeah. one guy who made all of these things. He must have like it's, like it's it's the cheap, like it's just like like we need to put something on the TV. So Who, like, what happened to Sorkin? Yeah. Like what 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 whatever happened to Sorkin? He's doing the same stuff. His he and he's the victim of the same thing. The problem No, but he's very formulaic, but he's good formulaic. Yeah, but if you watched four Sorkin shows back to back to back to back. You'd be oh no! Like, oh, yeah, that'd be annoying. Oh, oh, oh. And that's the problem with this. They all felt like the same exact show. It didn't. It, the, the, the lighting was the same. Everything was the same. And it was everyone talked in that same way. I, it's like, I, I don't. Whoa, I don't whoa, think. Whoa, whoa, I don't think that's the problem. I, I don't. I, I. I don't. I don't think that's the problem. I think that the problem is that they're they're do they they went back to an older way of doing tv we we got used to it in the late 80s early 90s mid 90s some late 90s you had shows like deep space nine and uh like the later seasons of star trek the next generation and you had like things like breaking bad and you had uh basically TV split into either episodics or you had these long character arcs that were season spanning and then series spanning. And you had these ideas that spanned whole entire uh, series. Um, and, and, you know, and, but then um, 
early 2000s, you started getting number crunchers into the executive positions at all these networks, and they would cancel shows mid-season or cancel shows after one or two seasons, and the writers never got to finish. So audiences started getting mad at all of these shows that just never finished. And then, so they're going, oh, what can we do? What can we do? So then they go back to episodics that have no character development. They have no no arc, no interest. I, I'm not sold on any of these characters. I don't care about any of them. I'm sold on finding out who that daughter is. <laughs> that's, that's not the point of the episode even. And if you're saying that focus groups and executives don't know what they're talking about, I'm going to say, fuck you, because that's my job as a CBS executive is to make good television like you people watch tonight. Uh, two questions. First question, and we'll start with Sharif. Uh, and we'll go back to our order. Sharif, um, what do you think that the shows you watch today say about culture? <laughs> what do you think? Because this is 2100. This has been a very lax, very lax oh, on the shit. 2100 oh, premise. Shit. Because <laughs> this, we watched these shows and we talked about them so that the people of the year 2100 could go back and watch the same exact two hours of television that we watched. Look I, up I, these episodes and watch them back to back if you're in the year 2100. And then listen to this episode. Watch. I, I gave you all the names of all the episodes and the names of the series so that they could be looked up, as well as the seasons in which they're in. And so now I want to, the floor can be open if Sharif doesn't want to get us kicked off. But what do you think that these shows, Be Positive, Mom, United States of Al, and what, what am I forgetting? I always blank out on one. Mom? No. I already said no, Mom. No. Be young positive. Sheldon? <laughs> young Sheldon. I forgot that Young Sheldon's even one of these. Uh, young Sheldon, Mom, Be Positive. And who I can never get all four. Uh, young Sheldon B. Positive. The reason we're here. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, what do these four shows say about America in 2021? I mean, I mean, like, think about it. Like, like, all right. So, what did kids 100 years ago do? They like read books. Did you read All right. Think about a book you read from 1910. It kind of sucked anyway. You know, yeah, you think it's yeah. not going to resonate anyway? I mean, I hope this isn't the only like example they watch of our culture. That'd be really disappointing for us. But besides that, I mean, James Garrett, nineteen twenties, you had um, you had Sherlock Holmes. You had. Uh, Did you ever try to you read your Sherlock Holmes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a reach for me, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what does it say about? Uh, our culture, culture in 2021. Um, do you think this is an act, uh, accurate portrayal of who we are? What do you think this no. is? No, I, I think you need a lot more context to know who we are from these shows because these shows are just like boiled down to not offend anyone and not piss off anyone. But do they achieve that goal? <laughs> We're offended or not pissed off? <laughs> like maybe with their demographic. They, they, yeah. they they don't piss off the majority of people, um, we'll but they piss United off anybody States who thinks about things. 
We'll see if United States of Al gets canceled. Uh, Dude, they're going to have a 2100 remake of the United States of Al. I don't want to fucking hear it. All right? <laughs> it could, I think it could be redone well if it was like a gritty HBO show where. Yeah, like, that's what I was saying. Where maybe like Al is trying to track down Riley to kill him for that whole blanks Dude. and the gun thing. Like and, then, and then they resolve things at a bar. Dude, and even though he's Muslim, he decides to drink because he's trying to. Yeah, and, and that could be a moment. Bro, could Dude, we should make this show. I can be. Throw some opioids in it. Afghanistan, PTSD, like really get deep. Into Al comes PTSD. over and he he they they make it make up and he and, and Riley Riley is clean cut. He's, he's higher cool, up and he's okay. high up in the Marines at this point. <laughs> and once Al befriends him, we realize that Al snuck a bunch of drugs into the country. Yep, dude, yep. I'm fucking perfect for. And then it's about Riley <laughs> is very, very Riley is very, very friendly with Al, the interpreter who saved his life. But Al is out for vengeance, and he's trying to push this weight, and he's gonna try to blame it all on Riley and try to get him killed. Uh, yeah, but but the thing is, it's because but because Al lost his honor in Afghanistan, Al's motivation is to get Riley to fall from grace and become disgraced to his family. And marry his ex-wife. Wow! And the Slower. season one, season one Dang. ends with um, Al and Riley's ex-wife <laughs> fucking. And then I it's... thought season one would end with like them, like with him first getting to America. For all that bitch, Al. You know? How do they yeah. start yeah. here? And and the funny thing about United States of Al is that they're they're the way they talk is just how no one talks. It's just like it's just the way they. That's the whole problem with all these shows. But United States of Al the most. Just like United States of Al. I'm not going to do the United States of Al voice. I'm not going to do Al's voice because that's offensive. But he's like, let me fuck with your marriage, please. Let me f- just fucking talk to everyone. Yeah. How is he even getting contact with the ex-wife? We're never even introduced to her. Yeah. Well, How do you contact her? He's like a model. I feel like he's like never talked before on a camera. I, um, he's, like, yeah. he's like, he's like, I've seen him in like pictures. Like, I don't know. And and to the point for the 2100 context, because we're wrapping up here, uh, yeah. is it an accurate portrayal of 2021? My 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 answer is yes, because it is. It is like media is a reflection of us, and this is what we're pointing out. And this I mean, it, it's what exists, therefore, it is what is representing us. However, is it is it genuine? Again. Is it genuine? Is it genuine? Is it sincere? It reflects our insecurities as the viewer. It reflects the state of mind and the psyche of the country and the gap between the people making media and the people consuming it. Because I'm, I'm sure that the United States of Al, the television show, has 293 Twitter followers. It has no, nobody's asking for it. Nobody wants it. But this is what they're showing us because it's bought, paid for, and created by the, the ruling class, essentially. So obviously it's going to have no roots in reality, especially because the person that made this TV show made the most popular television show from 20 years ago. Uh, both Big Bang Theory and Two and a Half Men and Roseanne, all three shows he made, wow. uh, can be seen on television right now anytime you want. Roseanne got a second reboot. Uh, so does what Chuck Lorre makes represent America Yes. Is it sad? Yes. Is America sad? Yes. Uh, uh, final thoughts for the people. 
in 2100, I don't think this kind of media is going to be the stuff that's going to be remembered. I think maybe uh, the United States of Al should be remembered. That I mean, the fact that we saw that on television, I I should say, I should say romanticized. So, like, I just Googled it while um, James was making a really good point about stuff back in the 20s, like Charlie Chaplin. He was hot in the 20s, 30s. Like, who who else do you know from? He was, I mean, he was a pioneer of silent film, da da da, whatever. Mm. But like, you look at like I learned about him in a film class when I a, a elective I took in college, and like a hundred years from now, I feel like in film classes, I mean, we're talking about it now in classes, but like Scorsese, Tarantino, um, Glory. It's it's a <laughs> It's escaping my mind. The guy who wrote Breaking Bad, um, Vince Gilligan, or Vince Gilligan, yeah. uh, David Chase, you know, um, uh, fuck, Larry David. Like, why not like, Chuck Lorre? But, but how are these? Like the guy who pumped out a bunch of shitty shows that were like <laughs> terrible. And and I mean, you mentioned Two and a Half Men, Charlie Sheen off the wagon, Roseanne off the wagon. Who who went off the wagon and did Big Bang? Someone had to. Someone but, will. Some or will young Sheldon. What do we know about child actors? Lindsay Lohan. Come on. Uh, final thoughts. And oh, I mean, share with we're me. gonna we're gonna be talking about Jordan Peele in in twenty one hundred. Yes, but we're yes. not we're not gonna be talking about Laurie. I don't think we'll be talking about any television. Well, yeah, no, it'll be like a forgotten era. The same way we have like the few touchstones that we talk about with early TV, like. I love Lucy, Gilligan's yeah. Island. Yeah. There's like the certain yeah. ones that yeah. you go to. Um, but as far as like infamous, I think I think we might have seen a couple infamous ones, even with how obvious a cash grab uh, young Sheldon is. Yeah. Their most um, successful show that we watched today was Mom, a show just called Mom <laughs> that we had never heard of that has 163 episodes. Um could I get your guys' final rankings? And then that's all. Everybody start from four, because I know you all have the same three, so I want to see if you guys all have the exact same rankings. Start from four with Sharif. Uh, State of Val was my four. Uh, and then what is young, it? Young, yeah. What was, state, what was four? Oh, United States of Val. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. How about what was your four, James? United States of Val. Garrett? United States of Val. <laughs> and your threes were all State of uh, uh, Young Sheldon, right? Was it? Wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Young yeah, Sheldon. Yeah. <laughs> We've got Young Sheldon at three. What do we have at two, folks? I put mom as two. James? I'm thinking it, it's it's a close one between B positive yeah. and mom. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Garrett? I had uh, play and B as my number two. Like mom the most? you fucking did like mom the most. You I fucking like love mom. mom. I, like, I, I <laughs> want to know about these seasons of that shit. <laughs> I need to know about. I I might start mom. All right. So yeah. the, the, <laughs> the the actors for mom were almost good enough to get past yeah. the bad writing. Yeah, they were. They were definitely the better of the worst actors. Yeah. in mom. <laughs> my rankings. My rankings go. Be positive. Four. Really. United States of Al, three. I'm going to say Mom, two, Young Sheldon, one. 
I think I think for Young like Sheldon was the only quality, one that was shot differently and looked yeah, and yeah, felt yeah. different. Definitely got the most money. And Young Sheldon has the most. I'm money. pissed that when I brought up the big science trophy, uh, nobody understood what I was saying because that's the only thing in all of these shows that made me laugh. See, I thought I thought that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was stupid, but I was like, all right, at least they went through the trouble of making a stupid big trophy. That's I, what got me was that they, they they took the time out to get a big trophy that said science. They didn't CGI anything in. They made that. That was a real prop. Someone had to d- d- design. Uh, but I get that, it. And I did like the big dog on Be Positive. But it was I, a horrible show. That was a big dog. That was a nice cuddly dog. But one thing that bothered me the most was the bartender in a wheelchair with bottles super high up. Uh, just not bartender in a wheelchair. Bartender in a wheelchair. Period. How the fuck? <laughs> now, if it, if it was well, yes, that has got to be one of the hardest jobs to do in a wheelchair. I, is yeah, bartender in a wheelchair. Yeah. What bar do you know that's that low? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he had his. But that's another thing about this is algor- algorithmic focused grouped executive main television. They're like, we need our Thursday night lineup doesn't have a guy person. in a wheelchair. Yeah, the dialysis guy. Why didn't? Why wasn't anyone in the dialysis show in a wheelchair? Why was there an old wheelchair do cool things like bartend? Okay, that's why. Like like a funny old dude in the dialysis room would be great. Like Mm -hmm. an old funny dude. That no, I think that's what it was supposed to be. There was an old man in there. We got the nurse. The nurse was funny. Remember, nurse. Just like a funny old guy would be good. Was there an older woman in there? I think there was an old man in there too, but I'm getting all the shows clumped in together at once now. Yeah. Um, final question, right for you guys. The final, final question. Uh, we'll 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 get to James last. Um, do you feel that CBS respects you? <laughs> Probably not as an individual. I'll be honest. <laughs> it's the last question, James. Uh, do you feel that CBS respects you? Uh, not in any way that matters. Garrett? No. Yeah. Um, and, and to sign off, this has been 2100. My name is Jason Peters. This episode has been paid for in part by Amazon and <laughs> CBS is, and brought to you by the United States of Al. Um, my final message from CBS is um, fuck you, you fucking idiot. You'll watch <laughs> what we put in front of you. Suck my dick and kill yourself. Um, I'm from CBS. Uh, suck my fucking dick. You'll watch whatever I put in front of you. You slop eating shitty piece of shit. And uh, to the people of 2100, um, I'm from the Columbia Broadcasting Systems and suck my fucking dick. Uh, you should also do all that bad stuff I said. Thank you for watching. I like him. Daddy! Did you know that your Uncle Al is your godfather? Which some might say is even more important than an actual father. Mm, no one says that. You know I've said it before. How could you not tell me you were having marriage problems? I could have fixed it. From Afghanistan? It's not the moon. We have Wi-Fi. I appreciate how much you want to help, but we couldn't make it work. Do you think you tried hard enough? He's the one who didn't try hard enough. He was probably exhausted from war. There was a lot of walking. Thank you for keeping my brother safe. As your godfather, I will protect you for the rest of my life. Will you be my godfather too? Get your own. 
thank you for welcoming me into your home. Yo, what's happening? You'll get used to it.